drip, what you call it? Big drip. Ice chain, peeled water. Ice, ice, ice. You got the cab, but can't afford them. Cash. You got the bag, but can't afford them. Give me the beat, I ride it like a jet ski. Hey. Hey, hey. Hey, hey. <laughs> All right. Welcome to episode two. We're your hosts, Trey Gotti and Lady Lease. And this is Let's Argue. Y'all should know who we are by now. Yes. <laughs> to everyone who listened to the first episode and the preview, thank you so much. Thank you so yes, much. Thank you. Thank you. There's been um, an immense amount of support. Very surprisingly, I, I think we expected some support, but you guys have kind of gone above and beyond. So we love all the love y'all have given us. So we, we do thank y'all. This is definitely a, a project that we were hoping would be would be successful, um, even in the you know, most minute of ways. And you guys have definitely made us uh, very happy with the responses and the feedback you've all given us. So thank you for the love. Yes, yes. All right. So um, with that said, we're going to move into our segment called Press Release. Press Release. All right. So let's see. So a couple of things going on in this crazy world of ours. Um, Actually, you know what? Before we even do that, how was your weekend, girl? How's your, how you doing? I'm doing good, you know. Um, good week. Can't complain. Yeah. I'm excited to get into episode two because y'all were so like, hey, yeah, you know, we right. like this. So Yeah. And the some of the comments coming through with the Instagram posts have been amazing. The post itself have been amazing. <laughs> yeah. Girl, you know what? I am let's see, Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones and Game of Thrones. That's probably like the highlight of the last couple of weeks. It, you know, outside of doing the podcast, I'm just ready for the latest episode. By the time y'all hear this, I'm sure there'll be um, 80% of the cast dead. Oh my um, gosh. But, <laughs> but you don't watch it, huh? No, I, I don't. I, I can't get with it. Listen, why? Oh my God. Because it's, I mean, first of all, I tried to watch it and then it was so much sucking and fucking and all of that stuff <laughs> in season one. And I was like, okay, what is this really about? Because this is nothing but soft porn to me. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I was Facts. so confused. Facts. I will say there is. <laughs> I cannot argue with that. But outside of the incest and the you know, the second and fucking as you put it. Uh, <laughs> that was a great way to put it. But outside of that, though, I will say, and this is what I tell a lot of people who who work in corporate but do not watch Game of Thrones. The one thing I have learned is that if you really pay attention to the story itself, I know a lot of people watch it because they like, you know, the killing and all the drama with the fights and stuff like that. And that's great. Like, it's... It's actually pretty good if you like action, if you like fantasy, if, you, if you're into those type of things, which I am. I have a, a dorky side, so that stuff, you know, I enjoy it. But from a strategy perspective, girl, when I tell you, I apply that show to my actual professional life. And there are a lot of people who are executives within my company who do as well. And that's the real tea. Because when I started getting into some of these discussions with people who are way high up, you know, they're like senior VPs, they're exec, you know, C-level, they they watch it and they actually pay, pay attention to how things are done. And I realized when you look at the politics within a company, 
and a lot of things that go on, the way you come out on top, pay it, apply what you learn from watching Game of Thrones. I promise you. <laughs> it sounds crazy, but it's so true. I've I've done it. I've been doing it. And I know a lot of other directors and people who do it as well. And it's just like, when you really step back and look at it, girl, listen, this Game of Thrones, y'all. Everybody out to get something. You know, as uh, Littlefinger said, chaos. What do you say? Let, chaos? Let it grow. I don't know. I've been drinking too much. But he said something and it applied. So I'm just saying, there's some real learnings in that show that y'all need to be taking notes on. So, because I would, I mean, at least I would recommend that you watch it. I don't know why I keep messing up and seeing. You know, <laughs> now I got to edit this shit out. <laughs> oh, well. All right. Wait, so. so. <laughs> I know, right? We have to, I'm going to take that out, but it's okay. We can do that. Um, let's see. What else has gone on this week? Um, I think that's about it for me. I, I'm just looking forward to seeing who all dies. Uh, all right. So now we can get into press release, right? Mm-hmm. So Jay-Z uh, hosted his concert, uh, live B-Sides, in New York. I think it was, mm-hmm. was it last night or something like that? Yeah. And he brought out camera. Nas and did a freestyle repping Nipsey Hustle. Did you watch any of the footage? I did, and I'm so mad that I actually missed this concert because I'm pretty sure that my whole life would have been given. Right. And, um, but yeah, I was really, you know what? Actually, I'm not surprised because I know that Jay Z squashed the beef with Nas a long time ago. But I'm glad that you know he brought out all of the people that rep New York real hard, and you know they be able to get the support from the people so mm-hmm. being that um webster hall was closed down for a little while for renovation and th- everything so but i'm pretty sure that that was an amazing concert i'm mad i missed it i'm not gonna lie i ain't watching i ain't, I ain't watched <laughs> any of the footage <laughs> people were posting let me tell y'all so i just got back from vegas i'm i'm still trying to recover and it wasn't even like a fun trip i'm so over vegas I, I promise you, I'm so over it. I've been there way too many times at this point. So by the time I got back last night and I remembered that he was hosting, like he was having that concert, I just, I, I'm not going to lie, I didn't even care. I was like, what? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> like, I was just like, what? I'll, 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 my mind will come back and I'll think about it when I'm really 100%. And right now I'm like 75. So I think I'm hope I'm glad everybody's posting everything on Instagram because then I plan on going back and actually watching it. <laughs> I did see like some light, very light clips as I was waiting for my um to board my plane. But other than that, it was like, yeah, no. I have to come back and try it again because I just I can't I can even listen to Homecoming and I've been doing that religiously since she released it. So I just <laughs> that's how you know I'm tired. <laughs> that's how you know. So, all right. So, let's see. Moving on. Um, speaking of Queen Bee, her daddy is out here girl, producing a Destiny's Child musical. Hmm. Um, I don't know why. I don't either. I think he's just trying to make sure that he stays relevant and wants to get major props for Beyonce's career. But um, at the end of the day, <laughs> you know... Sir, I'm gonna need for you yeah. to sit down because this is really. I'm pretty sure that a lot of people who you know have started with Beyonce's career, i.e., Destiny's Child, will probably go see it just to support. But I feel like I, I would not is... because, first of all, who's gonna play B, Kelly, or Michelle? Like, who really, really only them, and they're not gonna do it, <laughs> right? So... 
Like I like really like really who who's going to show up to see this? I mean, even if it's on Broadway, I I don't see it happening. I, it, it might be interesting, like the set it off um, play. I did want to see that because mm-hmm. I just thought it was going to be that trash, but. And I saw some <laughs> clips, and I was like, "Man, this was like beautiful trash." I really should have spent some beautiful trash because it was like it was so bad that it was good. Based on the footage I saw, I actually tried to get tickets, but them things was it was sold out. You could not get no good seats in there, and they sold out in like so fast when I set it off. Uh, play was going around, mm-hmm. and I saw the footage, and they, it seemed like they did a decent job trying to make mimic the movie. Now, when I tell y'all, set it off is like my number one or two favorite. Actually, my number one is Crooklyn. Number two is set it off. Those are my two favorite movies. And to see that go into a play, I was not excited about it. But when I actually saw the footage, I was like, dang, this is actually, it's funny. But it wasn't <laughs> like, I'm not going to say it was good. Like, oh, there's some amazing talents in here. They should be on Broadway. No, it wasn't that. It was like, this, this shit is bad, but it's so bad that it's good. Okay. Not One bad and bad, but bad meaning good. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So that's, I mean, so I imagine that's probably how this is going to be. Now, if there's going to be some secrets told during this, like if we're going to see I the making that. of DC, so then what am I, what are you going to, you going to give me a concert yep. with people who look like or trying to look like DC because I have a feeling that if he was to try to do anything he'll get sued by his daughter I highly doubt that he would put something in there that would be um tell all worthy I don't know because you know did you see when they um uh sir and Rumi's picture came out somebody took a picture of it sitting in like a frame or something and released it online did you see it no first of all it came out like a week or two ago I was at work typing away tap 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 and i i saw like i just saw having a glance at my phone and it, just a bunch of notifications and i looked someone posted a picture of sir and Rumi, and i was like oh my god and i look beautiful babies but then i instantly felt bad after i texted my homegirl in legal in the legal department and was like girl did you see the picture of the kids and she's like yes i'm on that i'm looking at it now they're so cute and then he was like who you think posted it and she said i don't know so they about to get fired. And so come to find out, it was um, uh, Mr. Matthew, who was, I guess, having people taking tours in his office. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That's that's a word on the curb. So I, I don't know how true that is. But apparently he had tours being done in his office and had the pictures out. I, what I actually think happened is that he likely did have tours, but he probably purposely had the photos out mm-hmm. for that. You know, somebody can get it, and then I don't know. I don't know. I just feel like ugh, Matthew, my daddy would never. Like I just don't understand how he can just com- continue to slip like this. Uh, and now you're trying to create a musical, sir. Just, just stop. Just sit down. Thanks. Just, yeah, just stop. Unless we get in a whole like tour going on with the actual three DC angels, then I, I don't want to see no musical. I don't want to <laughs> see people listening to some real vocals especially when you've been to like actual concerts that included them you know right. what I mean right exactly yeah alright so let's see what's next on the press release um, B2K 
They brought in $5 million in revenue, um, according to Billboard. This reflected B2K's highest grossing attendant engagement of their career. Bow, bow, bow. Yeah, I I'm not a I'm not a B2K fan. I ain't gonna lie to y'all. I, I am, and I was there. <laughs> I sure was with my so bestie in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, seeing my baby daddy. You know Jay what? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, and I'm saying that because I don't even know who which one that is. So, well, damn, <laughs> I don't. Girl, listen. I, let me tell y'all. I grew up off of immature. When this whole B2K came out, it was like, oh, this is immature 2.0. I don't have time for that. Okay, I'm still... that out. I have to disagree. We arguing on this because absolutely, what? Not, it's not no damn immature 2.0. Yeah. It's yes, it totally is. different. No, it's not. First of all, we are the same age. Okay, when all B2K right. came out, they blew out immature. I was like, what? bye, Marcus. Oh no, let me tell you something. I went. That was my first concert going to immature. You know who was opening up for them? Who? Usher. Back. Yeah. How about that? <laughs> yes. U S H E R. Thank you. He opened up for them. That's how you know. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. You know, no, y'all not gonna do this. Immature, listen, let me tell y'all. Immature paved the way for this group y'all call B2K. But they and also they blew them out the water because are they doing a comeback tour? Absolutely not. They don't need to. They had movies, they had TV shows, they had concerts and albums. They don't need to work. They good. They are so good. They still getting whatever little coins they need to off of their little appearances on Sister Sister. Um, <laughs> let's see. House Party for whatever reason. I think that was House Party 4. It's still playing on BET every other Sunday. So they good on that end. Um, let me see what else. I be seeing y'all little throwback posts on on Instagram talking about I will never lie again. Like y'all still posting these videos. They they good. They good. I'm they still ride or die for B2K. I'm good on immature. I'm, I, mean, I, don't, I, don't, I don't remember immature songs, <laughs> and that's how irrelevant they are what? right now. Yes. What? <laughs> yes. Are you are you serious? I'm dead serious. <laughs> <laughs> no. The only reason. Anybody still remembers B2K? It's because they've been on Love and Hip Hop LA. Boo! That stop that. that. Stop that. 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 Every that single show. Tell me why. Y'all was had, not checking for none of them. Out. Are you no, serious? The only three things that occurred, only two things, no, three things that occurred with B2K that had y'all getting hype for them all over again was that you had the one dude who was claiming that Chris Stokes Okay. What's his name? Omarion was on Love and Hip Hop LA no, with the other dude no, who had the no, baby mama drama. And no. now you had the same one with the baby mama drama on that uh um what's that show? Um the marriage boot camp, which was actually very good, might I add. But he was on that and now they got a tour. First of all, I'm just going to start with the fact that you keep saying and the other one and the other one. They have names. names. They have names. <laughs> okay. Have time. But you know whose name I know? Batman, Romeo, and LDB. K. <laughs> That's what I do know. Boo. I don't. I don't know this B2K group. I don't. I, listen. I just never. And they, I will say they have one song that I love, love, love to this day, and that's why I love you. I don't know who wrote it. I'm guessing like Brian Michael, Michael Cox because he wrote everything for everybody back then. But if he, I don't know if he really did or not. I'm just throwing that out there. But that's the only song that I love and like really remember and know all the words to. Well, I don't remember oh, no, no, no. any of the immature songs. So let's just start there. <laughs> now, you know. All right. All right. See, never lie. Never lie. Okay. It's one song. Never lie. Cause I know you lying. 
What? You know, you I'm know, not lying. Lie. Everybody I'm not knows lying about lie. not knowing or remembering any of the songs. Girl, everybody <laughs> like still the fuck when it was on Dangerous Minds. Like, you remember that movie? Of course, I remember that movie. Okay, and you don't remember that song was like the the hottest song, and they did the song off of um, um, what's that song? With, that movie with Keenan and Kel. They did songs off that sound soundtrack. Good burger. Good, yeah, good burger. See. Either way, let's move yeah, on. Listen, we can I, disagree. I don't know, I don't know no um, soundtracks that B2K was on. Name one. First of all, it don't even matter. The point is, <laughs> is that they bringing in the main point for the press release for B2K is the fact that they brought in $5 million. They brought in the not most being on the road they've ever in 15 done years. since they, the most, and what did it say? Billboard reported that it was the highest grossing and attended of their career. So what y'all was at in the early stages? I was there. See, listen, I'm telling y'all. I sure was. Fake fans. I was there with my trucker hat and scrunch up shirt, Mm-mm. the bell bottoms. And nope. All. nope. I was there. Nope. <laughs> and see, and then y'all dressed for the wrong decade, too, because none of that was going on. Yes, it was. was it was Jersey dresses. Yeah, they had them on, too. Um, well, either way, B2K is okay. Um, I'm just not here for it. It is what it is. I mean, I know a lot of people who went. I, I know I didn't give them my money, but all right, don't hate. I mean, I mean, because who was on the original Scream? What is it called? Scream? Yeah, tour? Scream Tour. It was Lil Bow Wow, Immature, B2K, and um, I don't remember. Oh, no, Pretty Ricky was on there, right? No, Pretty Ricky wasn't on the original Scream Tour. Oh, okay. So then, um, okay, so on this one, the one that you went to, who performed? Oh, um, so it was Changi. It was um, um, <coughs> Bobby Valentino. Uh, Mario, B2K, Pretty Ricky, um, yeah, that was all of them. This sounds like a lineup for like a summer fest or something. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I mean, does it not though? Be honest. Like this, this is like one of those reunion tours you see it, like you know, the amphitheater somewhere. But I digress. Either way, they made some money. Um, I'm not sure they had to split it with everybody else. I'm, I'm guessing that this is just theirs. The five million goes to them, but I don't know. But it's five million in total, based on like <clears throat> the major cities or whatever. So they made some good money. Good for them. Congrats. Hopefully, y'all, you know, y'all fans, B two Kers, or do y'all have a name? Or... Okay, let we're done okay. because I'm, I'm I'm finished with this. Okay. <laughs> Hopefully, I get an album or something. Okay. I don't know. We're done. I we are know. done. All right. So let's, <laughs> let's move on. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about Howard's. Uh, let's see. They got white folks uh, walking <laughs> their dogs on the campus and using their campus as picnic areas. I believe this is the line, which I think everybody pretty much understands that Howard has this huge green space that they call, I think they refer to it as the line. Um, yeah. I, not surprised. Girl, I wish somebody would step on Clark's campus with the grass. We couldn't even step on the grass as Gra- students. <laughs> oh, <So>. yeah. <laughs> that is true. That is very true. But, like, yeah. for people to use it, like, I think that's highly disrespectful. This is not an open park. Like, don't come on the lawn spreading <clears throat> out picnic baskets and stuff and walking the dogs in the grass. I think that's disrespectful. I do. Because I'm pretty yes. sure there's other areas where they can walk their dogs and not on the campus. I'm pretty sure that they wouldn't want somebody walking on their prestigious campuses with the dogs and just laying out. 
Right. Well, and let's see, according to Fox 5 DC, students are in an uproar because non-students don't see the cultural significance of the campus. And instead, they're casually parading their pooches around. And there was even a quote by a DC local, Mr. Sean Grubbs Rabishaw. Um, he cuts through the campus with his dog. And he feels that if Howard students don't want to work within DC, they should move the campus. They should move the campus. Cause that, cause yeah, we sh- they should move the campus. Okay, yeah. we're done. I, I can yeah. say so much with that, but I, I just going to take up the no, whole. Yeah, because I don't really have the energy for people like this. Like, it's, <laughs> it's, it's like okay, you just you know when you read certain things and it's like oh, I'm just tired. Like I, I don't. <sighs> so much ignorance there. I did. I will say, I, and this ain't listen. This is not my idea. I want to put this out there because I do have two dogs that you know get on my nerves. But someone, uh, when I read this article, one comment said, "Put rat poisoning in the grass." And I was like, "Oh wow, it, y'all, yeah, <laughs> y'all are taking it to the extreme, excessive." But, but I, I kind of cackled at it because I was like, "Dang, that would be messed up though." If these dogs start like people were just like what's wrong with my poochie and just my like poochie they go ass off the grass <laughs> <laughs> but i'm in no shape way or form condoning that like don't do, please do not poison these people dogs but yeah. it, i mean if i don't play around that's, that's i guess listen be careful y'all be careful out here because it's real it's so real all right, let's move on for that one because that's just gonna make me mad. <laughs> um, let's see. So here is two interesting stories. The first one being um, an ex-girlfriend crashes a wedding while wearing a wedding gown. She apologizes for messing up the relationship and got on her knees to beg the groom to take her back while the couple was exchanging their vows. That was some crazy stuff. Oh my gosh, you guys need so- to Google that and look at the clip. <laughs> so, I think I think I saw this. Is that, is she was sitting there, and did he leave with her, or did he? He chose his like he the chose wife, his, right? His current bride. Yeah. Okay. That's I couldn't tell in the video who like was who, and I assumed the one begging on the floor was her, but it, and then I wasn't sure if that was the one that was crying because you know she was devastated. But that's a hot mess. It is. That's what a if hot that mess. happened to you? You know, clearly Girl. you're married. What if that happened to you? Oh my Listen. gosh. <laughs> Girl, I think we had enough family and friends there. We sure did, because I'd be the first one over there. She would not have made it. (laughs) I would have been one of the first people over there. (laughs) Woo! I wish. I wish. I I mean, listen, it was already one of the attendants that was trying it, and she almost got it. So, uh, (laughs) I mean, mean, she went, it wasn't on this, on what this scope, but people, you know, listen, people like to act a fool. They sure do. And, uh, yeah, if it had somebody walked up in there trying to claim, oh, sis. You want this to be a funeral today? That would that would have been. <laughs> we would have had so many. Oh, oh! The minute she opened her mouth, if anybody had said anything, because I don't even remember if the pastor said, you know, somebody, you know, speak now or forever hold your peace. I don't even think I paid attention to that part because it was just like he oh, said man. it. Yeah, he said it. Yeah, I didn't. And wasn't nobody gonna say nothing? And it if somebody had, right? Like we got this. We got to this point. Don't know. Ain't no fr- no. Ain't happening. <laughs> Ain't happening. But had that been me, yeah, that <clears throat> she would have got snubbed that day. <laughs> Plain and simple. Yeah. What would you have done? <laughs> I, 
I'm not even I'm not even going to record what I have would have done okay (laughs) you're not about to come first of all again if anyone has ever if you paid attention to our last podcast I said that I was from Philadelphia Pennsylvania (laughs) and um yeah she would not have made it well you know what I will say the fact that she even made it into the venue with a white gown first of all a white gown it's bad enough you came in a gown and then you came in a white one at that I, I be feeling some type of way when people go to weddings. She had on a veil and everything. I don't know how she made it that far. <laughs> Somebody must have saw it and been like, "Oh, this is about to get good." Yeah, and just let it go through because ain't no way. There's no way unless they had her mixed up. If she had a veil on, then maybe they didn't know. Or I don't know. <clears throat> I know it would never been me, girl. Not at my wedding. Not that all that whole mess. Charles, <laughs> no. not happening. All right, and then finally. Um, a woman sues her ex-husband for stretching her vagina due to his large manhood, as they say. You know what? When I read manhood, you know what I think about? What's that? Um, never mind. So I'm about to never mind. <laughs> <laughs> okay. There's a song where the girl is like, with the guy's like, uh, what's that group that group called? He's like, and it's one of Tessa Brothers' manhood. And it look, you, never mind. Okay. <laughs> mind. You don't know that song? I don't know that one. <laughs> everyday people you don't know that song oh yes yes but i don't remember him saying that yeah it's it's one of the lines and the group of brothers started bugging out they drink 40 ounce go with the nigga route yo okay see i'm sorry i'm a music no i remember the song but i don't remember him saying that yeah he said that they want to test another brother's manhood but the lady in the back yeah okay Thank you. I was like, I know I ain't the only one that knows this. That's what I'm hearing in my head as I read this. But uh, due to his large manhood. (laughs) All right. So um, claims that since their divorce, um, when she has sex with new partners, it no longer feels the same as she wants him to pay for the reconstructive surgery. (laughs) Girl, when I read that, I said, Lord have mercy. First of all, (laughs) I don't I read this, but didn't really like take it all in until (laughs) I just said it. (laughs) Wait, what? Yes, girl. She wants him to pay for her reconstructive surgery. (laughs) Now, first of all, I don't understand why she thinks that it's stretched out. Um, But I'm like, I mean, clearly it bounces back. So I don't. Maybe you're just wide, ma'am. I mean, that's that's what it is. Right. But like, no, yo, Kingo, sis, what you doing? Exactly. And, oh my god but you know what another thing that i thought about Ooh. because i did what? have a situation with a guy that i wasn't sure if i was going to be able to handle it mm-hmm. but i'm like clearly you know when he when y'all first had sex you could tell that you know he's a little large so i'm like right. okay but i'm like, like how many times did you keep getting on that girl <laughs> <laughs> like first of all and if <laughs> she say she has sex with new partners and no longer feels the same. <laughs> Girl. <laughs> and wants him to pay for the reconstructive surgery. Yes, okay. But you know what? After my situation, I took his ass to Red Lobster because I said <laughs> I didn't have no problem with the situation that he was working with. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, technically your body is it adjusts to it. So that's why I'm kind of confused on like I, I don't, I guess I don't know. I, I don't know. If any one of y'all out there have, have had this issue, please let me know because I have never heard that it can get stretched out it and stay that way. Exactly. I never heard that. I know that it can either. get old. It can get old. <laughs> it's, you know, not the same, but again, 
you know, work out your muscles and you should be fine. Exactly. That's what, you know, the rest of us do. But you know, another thing that I thought about, what? you know, J. Cole's middle child song, where he'd be like, I just needed something I could feel. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I'm like, girl, what is the problem? I mean, he was just giving something, you giving you something you can feel. Okay. See, I mean, <laughs> Uh, I don't know. So, yeah. And the thing is, I guess it could be too wide to where it can, you know, really mess you up. But at that point, like, it's just not comfortable when it's, you know, constantly doing it. But I think she was just wide altogether. And he was a good, he was a good size for her to feel it. And now, like, you know, it's just, it's her. It ain't him, child. I agree. I agree on this one. Like, I just, it, this one scientifically just does not make sense. Right. So, um, I don't know. That is a, uh, that is funny. I hope she get her money for it, though, girl. Get your surgery. I couldn't imagine that, though, because then it's like, what are they doing? Are they, granted, I've heard of, you know, reconstructive surgery for your vagina. Like, I, I get it. But I thought it was more so around, like, you know, the outside portions to oh. make it look better. Oh, I didn't yeah. know that they could go inside. I and... didn't know that either. Like, why would you even want that? That would scare the hell out of me because right. I would be like, um, am I still going to be able to be good after this? Right. Like, okay, so when the stitches come out, like, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> so many questions. I just, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't get it. But <clears throat> all right. Well, y'all, that concludes um, press release for press today. Release. Press release was a hot mess other than <laughs> J and B and B2K, but yeah, everybody else was just kind of losing it. So that concludes that. Uh, so now we're going to move into Let's Argue. Uh, so just to kind of remind y'all, basically we want to read off some topics and me and Lisa are going to go back and forth in discussing our opinions on it. Y'all are, you know, feel free to post on our IG page what your thoughts are about these same topics I'm sure you'll see them posted as well. Uh, but Lisa, I'll let you go ahead and kick it off. Sure. So um, I don't know if anybody else is watching <laughs> Being Mary Jane, but I do. And being <laughs> that the final episode was posted, it made me go back and think about some things on that happened in the show. Okay. So basically, in the earlier seasons, and, and if anyone doesn't remember, there was a friend of hers that had mentioned that she had purchased her own engagement ring because her man could not afford the one that she wanted. Okay. So my question for you, since you're married, mm-hmm. would you have purchased the ring? Because I know that, you know, your man upgraded you. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So <laughs> my thing is... <laughs> the first one was cute, but I didn't like the second one better. <laughs> Well, would you have purchased it on your own, you know, if he couldn't um, get the ring that you wanted? Would you have done that? Um, You know, if had you asked me back then, I probably would have said yes. But now that um, I think we've been married for going on six years now. So I, I would say no now, only because um, I, I'm realizing how, you know, I've always known, but the male ego is very fragile. And if you have a man who is truly wanting to make you his wife and he spends whatever little he has to try to get you what he hopes you would love to take it back or go and get something else and you get it yourself uh i can imagine them you know him feeling some type of way about it now granted i do know several women who have done that um that they've done a number of different things so i know a couple who 
went back after, you know, they were proposed to, they went back and said, this is cute, but I want something different and had them go and change it. Now, I'm assuming that the guys were just okay with it and was like, okay, if this is not what you want, we can go get what you want. Um, I know some, I know one lady who, one woman who actually went and brought the one that she wanted, but she, she wears it on her other hand. So she has her engagement ring and her wedding band and what, well, yeah, her wedding band on one, on the right, you know, the, the left hand, but then on the right hand, she just has the more blinged out one that she really, really likes that she wanted, that she brought on her own and put on her other hand. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I think there's ways to do it without <clears throat> completely replacing it. Now, had my husband, you know, left me with the first ring that he got me, I would still wear it to this day. I mean, we just got to make it work. Um, but he made it clear when he proposed to me that that was just a ring that he could afford at that time. And, you know, he just wanted to propose so bad that that was what he could get. And he wanted to use that, which is fine. And then when, you know, things got right, he was like, Hey, here. (laughs) Oh, thanks. (laughs) (laughs) So it worked out. So, I mean, it is what it is, but I wouldn't, I mean, I wouldn't, I don't know. I uh, no, I couldn't do it because I, I think it would. He would feel some type of way mm-hmm. if, if something like that. He definitely would because it would be saying. I think it would give the message like, "Oh well, you know, I did all of this and I love you, and the only thing you focus on is what the ring looks like." But a lot of girls out here do though. That's just that's when you know you get married for the wrong reason when you that focus on the ring. So what about in the case where someone says, um, "I want to just keep this ring." as long as I want it. Like, I don't want to upgrade. I want to keep the ring that he gave me or whatever for forever and mm-hmm. wear that one. And then if she says, oh, I can assist them or actually purchase it, like, what if that's the case? Wait, so you mean, so he gave the he gave her a ring or he gives her a ring and she likes the ring, but she wants... No. Effect- so what I'm saying is she is in the mindset of, I don't want to upgrade. I don't want to change my ring. I want mm-hmm. the ring that he gives me, but I want it. I want a ring that I want. So oh. with that being said, I would rather, if you can't get the one that I want, I would want to help you or purchase it myself because that's the ring that I'll be able to keep forever and not the upgrade. Like what if you have a person or you know, someone that says oh, that. Oh, I mean, her ass don't need to be getting married. Like, you worried about the wrong thing. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you worried about the wrong thing. I'm telling y'all, listen. It's very clear. For those of y'all who are waiting for these rings and waiting for the day you're proposed to and getting married, listen, that is like chapter 0.5 of... 0.5? Yes, 0.5. That's not even the first full chapter. Like, that's like the first couple of pages of what the rest of your life is about to be like. And if you are that concerned about this ring, oh child, be prepared to give it back upon it in a couple of years. Cause it's it's just not there is so much so much. Boy, I'm telling y'all, I can write a book. <laughs> Marriage is a, another job. Now, um granted everybody wants something that they can show off because we feel like oh the ring shows the love or whatever. And if you want the ring that you fall in love with to be the perfect one, there's really no one I don't think there's a perfect one out there like there's no perfect ring it's perfect at the time I love my ring when I got it and I'm guarantee you that if he were to come to me and be like hey do you want to upgrade yes sir (laughs) yes there's another one I've been eyeing I like this style but I think I want to move to something else like I, I, I would do that easily but it's just it's a ring so I think it's more 
if you're proposed to and or you know your your boyfriend wants to propose and you know he doesn't have it to get the one that you really want then you clearly not even worried about the fact that he's going to propose you more concerned about what it's going to look like after he does mm-hmm. you worry about what everybody else is going to think mm-hmm. now i may be the only one that thinks like that but i've also you know been with this man for you know 10 years plus now and uh the ring is the ring is beautiful but there's a whole lot that there's a whole lot of work that comes with it so yeah i mean you might as, yeah you want to get what you like but you can always get what you like if you can get it when he proposes cool but i mean it's, it's not that big of a deal mm-hmm. get that and if you want another one buy another one or just discuss it with him and make sure that he's okay with it so that way you're not like showing him up because i mean he might now if the guy is in a situation where he truly just can't afford it he's like listen i want to propose i but i don't have the money to get the one you want and you're like well listen i don't mind helping out and he's like cool then hey do you but you know i don't know what do you think i mean i i kind of thought of it like on both sides of things now again Mm -hmm. you know i obviously i'm not either in a serious relationship or getting proposed to anytime soon. But um, I was, you know, I guess we can talk about before. Like, I was not adamant, but I was like, all right, well, then we just going to, I'm just going to help out or I'm going to go ahead and purchase it. Like, I was thinking about that. And then, you know, you know, yourself and a couple of uh, my other friends that are married were just like, well, it is what it is. Like, why are you really focused on that? And I'm not saying that that's, you know, was my main focus or mm-hmm. whatever, but I just feel like, like I mentioned in the last podcast that my mindset has definitely changed over the years and I'm not as focused on whether or not it, it glitters in the light mm-hmm. <laughs> too much anymore. So that's kind of my thoughts on it. But I just thought it was um, interesting because of the fact that I was watching the show and it made me think about that and wanted to hear your thoughts on it again and if it's changed no because i feel like you know the ring in my mind i feel like everybody eventually up, upgrades their ring like my mom's ring has upgraded uh, i think a couple of times now <clears throat> mine has once so far in when we reached 10 years oh <laughs> <laughs> i deserve <laughs> I, I deserve and expect <laughs> you know something so i mean it's just no, I'm I'm kid- I'm half kidding because I you know a nice upgrade would be beautiful, but it's not it's not the biggest thing in the world. It's going to change again. I don't ex- expect that I will have just this ring for the rest of my life. It's going to I expect it to change, or I would like for it to change and you know grow with us. But starting off, it's like y'all just get to the ring first, oh. <laughs> right? Just get yeah get get to get to the to the first chapter first don't don't yeah but that's just my thoughts though but i know i agree with you i think i think it's very easy to come with the idea that you know it's got to look like this almost like you know the list like everybody has their list which yeah but i i was watching this horrible movie by tyler perry i think um with tika sumter is that her name okay and she she has like this list and she you know she 
keeps you know leaving guys or not wanting to date the dude that treat her good because he doesn't have everything on her list but the other dude that she does like that has everything on her list was catfishing her and oh just, yes yeah I, I know what you're talking about i can't remember the name trash. of the movie right now but i know oh, what you're talking about oh it was trash it was so bad that when i tell you that was the worst part of my flight coming back here <laughs> was watching that movie oh my god thank god for delta because i watched so i listen i all the movies that i miss while i was in theaters i catch when i'm on my, my delta flight <laughs> yeah and that one i was like oh you know I, I forgot about this movie and i watched it and it was horrible it was so bad i, I just oh my god <laughs> how it even oh my god it was just it was so bad but i mean it's it's that it kind of reminds me of that where everybody has these expectations where um things are supposed to be a certain way but you have to be able to adjust with it and Mm-hmm. Not lower your expectations, but be a little bit more flexible with them to where it's like, you know what, something that is one way, you know, the first day is not going to be the same way further down the line. And mm-hmm. people's situations change. You never know. I mean, I wasn't expecting an upgrade so soon. I really wasn't. Like, although he said it when he proposed, mm-hmm. I was also very drunk and like <laughs> crying hysterically. So it didn't really mean much to me. I was just like, look, I got a ring. Like, this is about to happen. Like, this <laughs> It, this is it like you know that's all i can think about i didn't really care but you know it was nice to get an upgrade but i would i would love the one that i had anyways because i was definitely designing the wedding band around it too it was going to be looking flawless so I, <laughs> I didn't care i really didn't care but um i'm happy with what i got but that's a good question hmm. okay well i actually got one for you too girl okay what's this all right so this one <clears throat> i forgot where i got this question from but um would you not date a man or would you stop dating him because of his occupation? Um, no, I know. Um, that's what I was talking about. I guess, I I guess we can pick a piggyback off of last week. So Mm -hmm. it's more of an ambition thing for me. So, I mean, I, I don't, think that at this point in my life, I'm really focused on what he's doing. Mm -hmm. It's more so like, what are you doing with it? You know what I'm saying? So like if he's the, you know, the garbage man or he's like the postman or he's some type of man, you know, the the plumber or whatever the case may be, like that that really doesn't bother me. The occupation title doesn't bother me. It's more so what are you actually doing with this? Like, you know, while you're there, are you making the most out of it? Are you, you know, thinking about any type of goals that you may have for the future? Because my whole thing for me, I can't mm-hmm. stand a person. It doesn't even have to be a man, but I cannot stand complacency in a person. Like it just bothers me to the core. So it's like, if my man or my boyfriend is is feeling that way where he's complacent and doesn't want to do anything better for himself, he just chilling and like, I'm good here. Like that would bother me. It's not more so what he's actually doing, but like, is he progressing while he's there? And even if he does decide to say, Hey, you know, I'm making a good check at this post office or whatever, but I want to have a side hustle flipping houses or I want to do this or I want to do that. And he actually, drives and wants to make that goal happen then mm-hmm. we're good but like, <clears throat> if you're lazy and you're complacent and don't want to do anything more for yourself that's when i have an issue so, so what I, so what if he's like really really grinding right yeah really grind grinding working hard because he just has this belief at 38 years old that he could be a rapper okay now you're taking it too far <laughs> now you're taking it too far now this is this is this is i'm just saying you know what? Now, 
it's a difference between you know a pipe dream <laughs> no i'm just saying but he's running though like let's a say dream. he's been doing it for some years and he's been selling out like the little hole in the wall clubs and but what is the daytime been... job what's the daytime job that is it like he he's hustling to try to make it work like he's trying to you know almost like um <laughs> taraji p henson in that movie where her uh husband kept trying to do that wind machine um, um, yes, but like, yeah, that, well, no, 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 he he's dedicated to the grind. That's his occupation. Well, I'm gonna have to stop <laughs> you right there because my thing is this trying to be a rapper at late 30s, 40s, and trying to make an invention that's going to change the world. Those are two different wavelengths. Like, if you out here, mm. you know, saying all of this, you know, sir, like, really, like, we really about to do this rap thing, <laughs> like, I, I can't. I can't. Because I mean, it's I, there's first of all, there's some men out here, um, still dedicated to, you know, that craft, and they really are working hard at it. And they might be my, you know, are they making success. any traction though? Because if you're not making no traction, if you, you know, still on YouTube talking about some, yeah, yeah, you know, shout out to my nigga that's doing this, da 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 da. But you making money on YouTube no, though. He, he's making money off YouTube, then that's actually doing something. That's traction. But if you're not, if you got zero views on your your mixtape that you're trying to put on YouTube and it's not doing nothing, then we need to move on. Like, I mean, I think that everybody has a dream and I know that some people are striving towards that dream, but like, if it's not working out, like if if you tried everything under the sun <laughs> and it ain't going nowhere, it's time to, to hang it out. So there's like a time limit on this then. So he could, cause in the movie was called Acrimony by the way, but, um, so he has to have a time limit. So even if he's a rapper and he's, he's been trying and he's really grinding, like every day he gets up, like he going to work, but what he's doing is going and like, drop i mean i know nobody really plays cds no more but he's handing out thumb drives with his mixtape on it like you know he's he's grinding that way standing outside of the the radio stations trying to get them to play his music so i mean that's that's a grind posting youtube videos where he get you know a little kickback (laughs) does that count i'm just asking what is he doing during the day because you can't he be doing couldn't. that all he can't be doing that all day long. Like he cannot. I, I just know me. <laughs> he can. He can because he's determined. See, he's determined to be to to fulfill his rapping dreams. Then no, no, I can't. <laughs> I'ma just be straight up. I can't. I can't do it. I can't do I, it. I think you gotta take both. I mean, cause then I mean I get what you're saying though. One's a guaranteed check and one's not. So it's like but you but you also said that if he was, you know, trying to invent something, he was trying to push that. So it's okay if he was doing that, but not getting money off of it. Um what I'm saying is this. The rap like I think you just taking it from one extreme to the next. Cause the rap thing <laughs> Versus him inventing something where he can get a million dollar payout. Those are two different things because but, everybody, like you know, you can have all. Look, look at look at rap, look at athletics, look at but all these no, things. But an invention takes a long time too. Though. That I I do get that. Yeah, I mean, I eat the movie. I get that. Right. I mean, it took them what seven, ten years or whatever for that to pop off and him get a check from whoever it was that, that movie bought him out. Trash too. That but movie like that rap thing. <laughs> That rap thing is not because my thing is if you're good, you're going to get signed. 
if you're not good <sighs> and you 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 know you've been trying since you was 20 and now you you almost 40 tell me something yeah you know what i'm saying babe i got no, it no, you know we he, out he here could, you could be a good rapper and it just not be no place for you right now in the market so you're not, not a place for you right now in almost 20 years no yeah like let's say if he's 38 he only a few years younger than what? Well, is he? Yeah, a few years younger than Jay Z. But Jay Z so, I mean, been in the game forever, right? But even Two Chains, like Two Chains, is up there. Ain't that many Two Chains out in this world? Like all the kids now are younger. So I mean, he might not really have a no. You know, you never know. I'm Where good on that. I'm good on that. I'm good on that. <laughs> I'm good. Y'all better respect these. Or uh, I listen. When you talking about all he doing is that? Like, no. What are you doing during the day? But it's a dedication, though. He's hustling. He's hustling. He's trying. So that's the that's the message, though. Because in one breath you're saying, like, listen, as long as you got ambition and you're doing what you got to do to make you know to try to figure things out, and you know that where you are now isn't where you're gonna be down the road because you're working to make it work. Okay. Well, he he's been trying to you know you know have this rap career take off and he's trying like he's okay. dedicated you trying to get me to change my <laughs> mind on this i'm not changing my mind on this simple fact that i cannot do that i'm good <laughs> so so any occupation except uh being a recording or, or <laughs> trying to be a recording artist girl i, I can't so any occupation <laughs> <laughs> I can respect that. I understand. Listen, I completely get it. Girl. I completely get it. <laughs> All right. So, do you have any more questions? Yes. For me? Back to my turn. Since you're trying mm-hmm. to put me out in these streets like that. <laughs> um. So again, with the old episodes of shows. Okay. So this mm-hmm. time I was watching Sex in the City, and oh, it was this what? lady that said something interesting that made me ponder because she was recently married, and she said. That she looks at her, basically looks at her single friends as being less than. She was like, you know, listen to this. So she says, you know, I just want to tell them, stop playing around. Suck it up and get married. So now, as a married woman, me being a single woman, Mm -hmm. I know that you haven't expressed this to me. We've been friends for a very long time, guys. Mm -hmm. I was like, well over 10 years. Oh, Um, that's a long time. Yes. (laughs) As a married woman. Do you look down on single women if they are not married by the time that they turn 30 or in their 30s or even 40 sometimes? Like, do you have that, oh, poor you single, like, Girl, thoughts? Absolutely not. Let me tell y'all, I envy y'all. Because being married, it, it's like living with your best friend with different habits forever. <laughs> you know you got you have guests over and you have like a party and it's that like everybody's celebrating and you having fun and then the end of the night comes and y'all still going and then you start to like change the music start to turn lights on like all right <sighs> it's still on, you know it's like i feel like marriage is a portion of that where it's like dang you still yeah huh? you just leaving for the day okay <laughs> Like you just you, you with that person forever. Now don't I make these jokes. I do let me just put this out there. I love my husband to death. I just I'll fight for him. I that's my partner in crime. Best friend. My absolute best friend. But he is that best friend that just won't leave after the party's over. It's like, okay, so <laughs> <laughs> can I just get a little time? A little time to breathe. But you know, like you have to consider another person 
So I can't just say, oh, I'm taking this trip. I want to go out of town today. Or, oh, this ticket is, you know, the ticket to this place is only 400 bucks. It's like, no, actually, it's 800 bucks. Or it's like, oh, it's only a grand to go to Europe this, this, this weekend or this week, these two weeks in April. And it's like, oh, no, it's actually two grand because you got two people going. It's like, oh, okay, I got to consider this. You can't just go out and grab something to eat. Got to call what you want. I don't know what you want. Well, I'm at this store. I don't know if I want that. Okay, well, what do you want? Like, it's just a number of things that you have to now be considerate, which is difficult if you're a selfish person like me. Um, but I feel like as, you know, those of you who are single, like you, least, you don't have to think about those things. You can yes, like- but you never said to one of your single friends, Mm-mm. man, I feel bad for you because it's hard out here. You Girl, never said no. that? No, no. I was like, y'all take your time. Listen, it said, enjoy it. said to me several times. <laughs> really? Girl, <laughs> I already yes. told you, you got to you, you need to reevaluate some of your circle, child. That, uh, oh, my gosh. No. <laughs> I'm just saying. I just, I'm all about lifting. I think I, I, I got married what I would now consider young. I didn't think I was young at the time, but I now believe that I was. Although I was in the, the whole phase of fighting myself and enjoying being by myself. But I feel like when you are, are alone, it's a lot of time for you to just really understand what you will and will not tolerate and being able to appreciate your space, right? Mm-hmm. So like... Me and Travis, I mean, me and his name's out there now. But <laughs> <laughs> so me and him have like we've kind of been stuck at the hip since we've met. And while I while I love it, when he met me, I was very selfish because I was going through my little phase. So he would be, you know, working on something and be like, hey, can you help me with this? And it's like, no, I'm about to hit up, I'm about to go to this party with Terry. What you talking about? She got, she invited me somewhere. We going over here and this is industry party down there. And I'm going, I know we used to get in arguments because he would go and grab breakfast and not get me nothing. Like we just really were living our own lives, but together. Right. Mm-hmm. And we realized very quickly that you can't, like you have to consider the other person. But I, I envy my friends who are single. Um, and I, and I understand that, you know, obviously there's a struggle around dating and I, you know, I love hearing your stories about like the experiences you have. Granted, I would hate, I hate that you have to go through them, but I think the pros of being by yourself is just, it's, it's, it allows you to achieve, I think you actually achieve a little bit more. You get to go and experience different things um, much easier and quicker than those who may be married. You get to uh, try different things. If you want to launch a business or do any other thing, you can do it without the risk funneling over to your partner. It's all on you. So you can make that decision and it's your sole decision. Nobody else has to have input. Granted, you know, I can still do what I want if I really wanted to, but because I consider my husband, we, we have discussions. If I want to start something, we have discussions. If he wants to, change careers we have to have discussions i you know you or anybody else who's seen you don't have to do that you don't so i would never tell somebody like green and speed it up dude the water want to dry out here (laughs) girl no listen my i mean i and i never i always said i wasn't going to be that married woman who tells people not to want to get married or anything like that because comments like that was made to me when i was engaged 
And I didn't understand why. I thought it was like, dang, why y'all hating? Like, y'all don't want me to get married? What's going on? But now I see, it's like, it's not don't get married. It's appreciate, you know, the, the time that you have to yourself. Mm-hmm. Appreciate the, the single life and really take in what that means. Because I would say out of all of my married friends, you've, it's, you're the single friend and you've experienced a whole lot more than half of them. Hmm. That's I mean, yeah, I mean, because you got to think about it. Once you, you know, first comes love, then comes marriage, then you got kids. I mean, it's just it, a lot of them, they do things, but it takes longer to do. Mm-hmm. It takes more preparation to do it or a lot more um, discussion to make certain decisions. And you can't just like jump out there. It's you got to you can't be selfish. Whereas I feel like when you're single, you can. And that's always for me, that's always going to be the pro. You guys got shit. Listen, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like that. I mean, that's lovely to me. I don't see that as a negative at all. Now, granted, I, I do want you to experience love. Like, I want you to, you know, be in a relationship and get married eventually when it's the right time for you and you found the right person. I would never wish that you rushed into it. That that's absolutely not. Well, me either, child, because I don't need to be rushing yeah. for nothing. Okay. <laughs> don't because <laughs> i'll be quick to be like oh he's great no he's not because mm-hmm. <laughs> right now you can hang up the phone and not worry about nobody you know being in your house when you come home and having to have the discussion because you can't go to bed mad or <laughs> you know or have you know you can have arguments and hang up and not worry about talking to that person you can legit cut folks off and not think twice i can't i can go to the other room Ain't nothing good I can go, like, I can, I can go drive somewhere else. I can walk to the other side of the house. <laughs> but guess what? He's still here. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> but I love him. I love him. But yeah, to uh, to answer your question, though, mm-mm. I, so people said that to you, though. I mean, it's been said in um, passing conversations where, like, I mean, it wasn't. I didn't see it as negative because obviously we were, we were laughing because of the fact that, you know, it is, it is difficult, especially mm-hmm. dating in New York ch- child, child mm. dating out here. And, you know, another thing that was said to me was um, another friend had saw an article that said, it's hard to date in New York because everybody's on their grind. They're focused on doing their own thing. So they don't have time to settle down. Now I mm-hmm. kind of, it's like, I kind of thought that that was maybe true and I kind of think that it's not because there's been plenty of friends that I've had out here that have met people mm-hmm. and are in long-term relationships. And then on the other side, you know, myself and a couple of other friends that are single, you know, because of the fact of the dating pool, I wouldn't say that it's shallow or anything mm-hmm. like that, but it's just, you know, it's, it's difficult. It is. I would say I met my husband while he was living in another state. So well, I've, I've always been. Like, we tried that too. So. <laughs> yes, girl, don't look in the city. Go to cross state lines. I've and tried that too, and they'll be in one of the stories one of these weeks. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh <Lord. laughs> well. To your friends uh, who are giving you shitty advice uh, oh or making shitty comments like that. Y'all, you know, you need, you need to. I mean, like I said, it was, uh, it was, it wasn't like, you know, I don't think that they were being negative. It was like, you know, like girl, da, 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 da. like it was one of those. You know, I think we all have those moments where it's like, child, I, I could, it couldn't be me. Like, 
It was like one of those. Nope. Nope. Never. Can't relate. Okay. Never, never did that. Nope. Because you know why? I'm not a shitty friend. So. Oh yeah. my gosh. All right. <laughs> That's enough. <laughs> that is enough. <laughs> just, just throwing that out there. But, um, but yeah. So that concludes. <laughs> Let's argue. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> Ooh, good, good All right, folks like me and some of your other select few friends who are nicer, but yeah. Anyway, let's move on to the next segment, Trey. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> All right. So next segment, this is going to be our ask and argue slash listener question. Oh, yes. So we have a listener question who wants to contribute to that. Uh, let's argue. And they are saying, let's see. All right, so this question is, hey, y'all, all my friends are married and no longer want to go out. Would I look desperate if I start going out by myself? Hmm. Hell no. Yeah, I don't think so either. Yeah, this... I do it all the time, child. You could go yeah. ahead and do whatever you want to do. Solo, dolo. Yeah. Um, I don't think that you should, because I feel like, you know, if you keep waiting on people, you're going to be waiting forever. You should mm-hmm. go ahead and enjoy yourself. If they don't want to go out, that's fine. That shouldn't stop you from doing what you want to do. I agree. Welcome. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> go out. No, for real. I mean, I, I get it, because I, I will say I have yet to go to the movie theaters by myself. Um, But I would. I mean, I've definitely that's told my husband. I've told uh, Travis, listen, I want to see this movie. And he's like, I don't want to see that. Well, guess what? <laughs> and then he's like, fine, I'll go. Listen, whatever. <laughs> but yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't not miss out on opportunities to go out if it, you know, just because I have somebody. But as I just said, I do have to consider someone else's feelings. But if your friends are all married and, you know, they can't, they no longer want to go out, which is, I mean, I guess it's, it depends on where you're going. Because are you like hitting up clubs? Now, I will say, I had, I, I started, I turned down the club invites long ago. Like, I just, yeah. I, it's not for me anymore. I'm not old. I'm not like that. But it's just like, I, I'd rather, you know, do kickbacks. Like, me and all my friends, we go to each other's homes. Yeah. And, you know, drink and talk. But I'll just do that. I've done everything by myself. I've gone to the movies. I've gone to lounges. I've gone to dinners. Yeah, but um, I'm saying like if because this person's saying that their friends are married and no, no longer go or no longer want to go out. But I'm wondering if it's because of where they're trying to go. No, the club like if you like yeah, that. if you like calling them and being like, hey, let's go to the club or this, you know, this is what's going on. Like I, like I have a friend who we try to meet up every every couple of Fridays to go to this hookah spot, which is cool. But, you know, when we go so long without speaking, and I'm married and she's single, but when we go so long around, you know, without speaking, going to a hookah spot isn't really, doesn't really work for us trying to catch up. Like, it's just it's yeah. a turn-up spot. So for me, it's like, I'm not trying to do this. I actually want to catch up with you and talk, and I'm not trying to keep coming to this place getting my ears blasted out trying to smoke this hookah who <laughs> you know like it's just it for me it's just not it's not as fun if you really wanted to catch up with people or you really just want to have a good time with that person mm-hmm. so if so to the listener question um if you maybe look at where you're inviting them to 
So I guarantee you, if you change the location, maybe they would want to go out. Yeah, that's good advice. Yeah, like it doesn't have to be to the club or nothing, but that could be why they're not trying to do it. Because one, nobody wants to be married. So, well, I'll put it this way. Some people I know, no, let me not even say it, because I know some people who are married and they they live their life like they're single. <laughs> I, I'll never understand. Like, oof, boy, yeah, I'll get in some trouble. But I, I would say your good married friend, married friends, they just, they want to have a good time, but it might be the location. It might just be that, you know, they can't hang like that no more. They'd rather just be a little bit more comfortable. They they don't have as many, you know, frequent dresses in their closet no more. I don't know. Mm. But don't be afraid to go out and do you. Yeah, definitely, child. Yeah. Don't, don't be afraid to go out and do you, child. It is not <laughs> any type of desperation at all. I do it all the time, and... I always end up meeting somebody there. Like I always end up meeting either another group of girls or hanging out with a guy at the bar. Like it's, it's never a time where I felt alone because I always meet people Mm -hmm. wherever I'm going. Yeah. I mean, even when I take my business trips by myself, I, I always go and like sit at the bar, even in Vegas. Like it was one night where there was this huge um, party that was going on that I was invited to. And I was like, nah, I just, I was tired. It was a long day. So I just went to the bar at my favorite restaurant, Yardbird, and sat at the bar and literally just watched the draft and ate and just, you know, chill. Yeah. I have no problem with that. Like, you can make conversation with other folks and it doesn't have to feel lonely just because you don't know them. Exactly. Yeah. Make the most of it. Right. You'll be all right, girl. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for that question, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was good. So, for anyone else, join the argument, submit your topics to our Instagram page at let's argue underscore the podcast to post your topic in the comment section, or you can DM us, it's going down in the DM, (laughs) (laughs) to keep your question anonymous. Also, we've added our email link to our Instagram page, so if you prefer to do that, we'll also take your topics and questions there as well. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) Don't stop it though, but just know that I'm still going to make these comments. (laughs) It gets me every time, every single time. Oh Oh, goodness. All right, guys. So, guess what, guys? It's time for the story of the week. But guess what? We retitled it. It's now going to be Fairy Tales and Messy Tales, child. Yes. So, Messy Tales being for the, you know, obviously the messy messy stories y'all send in. And then Fairy Tales for the nice, lovely, you know, love stories that y'all send us. That'll be more the fairy tale side. So, please continue to send in your questions, your stories. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. But guess what? It's well, going to be a messy tale today. Okay. Okay. I think they like, I, like, I think people prefer the messy. I think so too. Yeah, I think so. So, um, this is a messy tale and it's one of mine. Mm-hmm. Um, so this one is called Mr. Dirtball. Okay. Dirtball. Okay. Yes. Mr. Dirtball. So this, <laughs> this story, um, actually, uh, I guess this was a, a long time ago. This was actually before I moved to New York. So I was still living in Philadelphia. Um, when so this I, is your story. Yeah, this is okay, my okay. story. This is my story. Mm-hmm. And I was still living in Philadelphia. And it makes me wonder if I just should talk in, you know, my Philadelphia accent the whole time I tell this story. You, know? <laughs> you should. You know, because that John, man, that John was crazy, yo. <laughs> You're not going to believe it. Because, you know, the John with the John with the John. Okay. <laughs> Only Philadelphia people would know what I'm talking about. 
But anyway, <laughs> but anyway, yes, this story is called Mr. Roach Nest. I mean, Mr. Dirtball slash Roach Nest. Oh, okay. Ooh. So, yes, wait till we get there. So, <laughs> so um, yes, yeah, so I'm uh, actually, you know, since I was still living in Philadelphia, um, my best friend and I, we were invited to a, like a, it was like a bus trip. We went down um, to Maryland. So we went down to Maryland and at first I was a little hesitant at first, but you know, she was like, well, come on, let's go. You'll know the people that's going to be there because I actually went to the high school like for the first year and then I transferred, but I knew some of the people that were going to be there. So I was like, all right, you know, I'll go. We go to the place and you know, everybody's there. I'm saying, Hey, what's up or whatever to everybody I'm familiar with, but it was this one particular guy that, um, I saw and I knew that he looked familiar, but I wasn't sure if he went to the high school or not, but it was probably somebody I saw in passing. Mm -hmm. But either way, you know, we, you know, started dancing and vibing and we had a good time. Mm -hmm. So then um, after that, you know, eventually we started talking on the phone. Conversations were good. And he asked me to go out on a date. Dates were good, too. Surprisingly, child. I was like, oh, okay. You know, I'm thinking that this is going to be something good. So I'm like, all right. I had um, invited him over. It was one particular time where, you know, both of us wasn't, we didn't feel like going out. We just wanted to be around each other, which Mm -hmm. I thought was cute. It was real sweet. And I had invited him over just to, you know, watch TV and, you know, have some conversation. And if anyone, you know, knows me, they, they know that I'm very particular about my crib. Like, you know, I like Mm -hmm. everything in order and, this apartment that I had in Philadelphia was like wall-to-wall carpet like any other apartment you know how you have that's like cream colored carpet Mm -hmm. so when any time that someone comes in the house you have to take your shoes off so Mm -hmm. he comes over and I'm like you know can you take your shoes off he was like um okay (laughs) <laughs> and I was like, you know, what's wrong? Like, you you can't. I'm I, from what I saw, he had socks on, but um, I was like, why is it an issue? And he was just like, you know, okay, I'll take my I take my shoes off. So he takes his shoes off, and I swear, when I tell you that his white socks were brown, like I I I was really confused as to why the tops the socks <laughs> were brown. Okay, now you know how if you. If you're like walking around, this is why I hate white socks, you know, but you're walking around in white socks and you may get like a little bit of, um, you know, dirt on underneath it, but mm-hmm. like, but it's under though. Yeah. So it's kind of, right. It's under. So it, I mean, yeah, you would think to have that, but he had dirt on the top. So it looked like he was doing a praise dance and some dirt. <laughs> Like that's how dirty his socks were. And I was just like looking at the socks and I was so busy trying to figure out how his sneakers were cleaner than his socks. So I was like, okay. So yeah. So he comes in, sit down again, have a good conversation. Mm -hmm. Nothing's, nothing's an issue there. So I'm like, all right, but I'm still focused on these socks. I was really confused as to why the socks were dirty. So fast they look like fresh dirt or look like, you know, like he didn't put bleach in a washer. No, it this was not no, oh, they didn't get clean all the way. These were like dirty. Oh, like he fresh. Oh, yes, these like, were like dirty socks. Yes. Yeah. Right. So fast forward, he invites me over to his place. I'm like, "All right." And again, I'm not judging anybody for their crib. I know that some guys are not that clean anyway. So I wasn't really having any type of high expectations for how his 
apartment was going to look. He actually had a duplex. Um, he was renting oh. the like the top um, apartments out, and I was like, all right, you know, he was real entrepreneurial. I was like, okay, I see you out here. <laughs> so we get, I get to his crib, and you know, in kind of true form, it wasn't in order. So I'm like, okay, right. so I place my bag on the coffee table which was full of junk <laughs> I was like oh. okay so of course I'm watching it to make sure that you know I don't um knock anything over mm-hmm. sit down on the couch she puts a DVD in I don't remember what we were watching <laughs> DVD right <laughs> That's, I'm telling you, this is a long time ago this was like 2013 or something like that maybe even early 2012 Ooh. something like that old days. right <laughs> So then he puts the DVD in and he like dims the lights a little bit. So we watching a movie, we watching a movie. And you know how you can see something in your peripheral? I mean, mm-hmm. it, it wasn't there before, but now you can see it. But you know what? <laughs> so I turn over and it's this big ass roach <laughs> on the wall. <laughs> so I'm like, I don't know what to say. Like, I'm like, okay, should I tell him that it's a roach on the wall? Or whatever, whatever. but I was like, but you know what? I don't know if I want to point out to the fact that it's the roach there, especially if he didn't see it, and then like you know sit there and embarrass him. So I'm like, uh, you know. So you looking at the roach, looking at you, looking. Yeah, yes, yes. That's how it is. I'm watching the TV, looking at the roach, looking at him, looking at the roach, looking at TV, and like that's the cycle of it. And and for whatever reason, this roach was gangster. Okay, it did not move for a little while. So I'm like, there's no way that he didn't see this roach. So I'm thinking that he was probably embarrassed and was embarrassed and didn't want to say that he saw the roach. So I'm just like, okay. So I'm trying to play it cool. So I'm like, all right, it's on the wall over there. I'm pretty sure a lot of women would have been like, I would have went left the hell out of that. But like the roach was on the wall. It wasn't near any of my stuff. So I was like, okay, I'm cool. I'm I'm just going to chill. I'm not going to embarrass him and be like, it's a fucking roach on your wall. Like, you know, right. I didn't want to do that. <laughs> so then we're still watching TV. Now, of course, I told you how the lights were a little dim. So mm-hmm. then um now he's like, you know, trying to scooch over and trying to get all comfortable and, you know, getting touchy feely and stuff like that. Mm-mm. So I guess <laughs> You know, this particular time, he maybe disturbed the couch because he was moving. Mm-hmm. And as we were sitting there, there were two roaches <laughs> that came out the damn couch. Oh, no. <laughs> no. So I was like, Hell no. now I was like, oh, Mm-mm. my God. So. Nope. At this point in time, I'm jumping up like, what the fuck? like I'm like that. He's like, "What's wrong?" I was like, "You don't see them damn roaches like that? Like, like there were <laughs> these roaches climbed out of the damn couch like they was like, oh, I God. couldn't believe it." So, so he was like, "You know what's wrong?" And I'm like, "Did you not just see those two roaches that came out the couch?" And they were still on the couch in that area. He was like, "Oh shit, my bad. Oh shit, my bad. My bad." Right. Let me you go ahead and get something to go get it. So I'm like, what? okay, yes. So clearly this seems like he just has roaches because he was he just too calm. He got the raid. Go get the raid. Go get the <laughs> so raid. I was like, you know what? I'm going to go. You know, I, I'm yes. going to go. He was like, well, what's wrong? I'm like, I, I just, I'm, I'm getting feeling a little slick. I just need to go ahead and, and go. Mm-hmm. Now, I ain't never drive down 76 so fast to get back Bro, to my crib. I you your bag out first because... Uh... Oh, look. Let me get to the rest of the story. Oh, oh I God. get 
to my crib so fast to go get my can of raid to spray my car. <laughs> I sprayed my car, dumped out everything that was in my purse. Oh my God. Threw all my clothes in the wash. I was like, it was a mess. Like, I couldn't believe it. And the fact that he was just like, oh shit, my bad. <laughs> like, you couldn't tell me that you had fucking roaches? Like, I, I couldn't believe it. This is a mess. Oh my God. It he was knew. a mess. So, he yes. Knew. This no story is called... at you like, oh, this is a new one. Right. <laughs> exactly. Mr. Dirtball slash Roach Nest. Okay. I couldn't oh believe it. God. And of course, you know, I, I got distant with that because there was no way that I was going to go back over there. Like, absolutely no. not. Mm-mm. I couldn't yeah. do it. And he was just like, you know, well, damn, I thought we was having a good time. And I'm like, you know, let's not, let's start with the fact that you had on those dirty ass socks. So if you're not cleaning your damn socks, what else are you not cleaning? Let's yeah. start there. Yeah, that, yeah, and then you couldn't tell me that you had roaches. Ooh, ooh, no, ooh, no, that's he knew, girl. He what? knew he was probably hoping you wouldn't see it. <laughs> How can I not see two roaches come out the he damn was, couch? He was pretending, like, I don't see what you're talking about. I don't see it. I don't, ain't nothing there, <laughs> girl. He was focused on the end goal, like, he knew what he was trying to do. He wasn't gonna let no roach stop the show. Well, that ro- those three roaches stopped the show because <laughs> from the big ass roach that was on the wall. Oh, the- a- okay, so it was a big one, and the other two were small. Yeah, the one, the ones oh, that, that came out the couch. Mm-mm. Nope. Oh, so, so, ew, so that no. means that his place was infested. Yeah. Ew. Oh no. Mm-mm. That they were oh, in the couch. God. It was disgusting. I could. Oh my god. Ew. No. See. <laughs> it was disgusting. I'm over here like cringing because, right? I, oh my god! Right, I'm sitting here looking Ugh. around like shit. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, you know how long it's been since I seen a roach? I don't exactly. Even know what to do. Oh my god, that oh girl, I would have been. It was a oh, mess. You better than me because the minute I saw one on the wall, I would have been like, uh, yeah. uh, 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 uh. <laughs> right. nope, we gotta go. Hey, ain't happening. I was nope. trying to be, you know, I was I was trying not to embarrass him that the roach because clear I knew he, I know he knew that he saw that I know he saw that roach. It was no Girl. way. <laughs> they do. I ain't gonna, okay, so just to add to this, I and I'm not gonna name no names, but me and our mutual friend, you know who she is. Okay. A. Okay. Okay, so <laughs> okay. we were at a friend, another of Mel's friend's house one time, and we were like, we went over there. Uh, this was like some years back, and we ended up staying the night because we were all drinking or whatever. And he was like, "Well, we can, you know, y'all can sleep in the room, and I'll sleep in the living room." So me and her slept in his room, and we got the next day, and me and her were like talking, like gossiping about what happened the night before. So we were talking, we talking, and then when we go and. <laughs> We go to brush our teeth and there's roaches on the counter. We're like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> like, nope. Uh-uh. And it was a baby one, so I was like, nah, bitch. That means it's a big one somewhere. We gotta go. <laughs> gotta go. We were like, okay, we ready. We were like, y'all sure y'all don't want no breakfast? Like, nope. <laughs> uh-uh. <laughs> we straight. Let's take us home. Girl. Nope, take us home. Yeah. Ain't happening. Girl, when I tell you that listen, uh boy, men, men. If y'all have bachelor pads, please just clean them up. Clean them yes. up. Hire somebody. You ain't even got to do it yourself. Just go ahead and, you know, source it out. Get somebody else to come in and, and take care of it for you. Thank A weekly you. service, bi-weekly, monthly, something. Can't nobody clean up them damn roaches, though. 
if you got roaches, you got roaches. <laughs> Raid. <laughs> <laughs> argument i'm pretty sure that everybody else has a horror story please yes. send them in we want to hear them submit your horror stories what the fuck or your success stories oh <laughs> so technically is messy tales or your fairy tale yes now. messy tales and fairy tales yes. <laughs> please send them to tl.letsarguepodcast at gmail.com that's tl.letsarguepodcast at gmail.com Make yes. sure you let us know if it's a messy tale or a fairy tale child. And thank you to those of you who have already submitted your stories. Um, from what I hear, they are amazing. So I'm looking forward to hearing them. <laughs> mm, 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 mm. So we got some good stuff coming for y'all over the next couple of weeks. But for now, I think that wraps up the show. Mm-hmm. So thank you all for tuning in again another episode yes follow us on instagram go to let's argue underscore the podcast for a preview of the next episode and submit your questions to our gmail account using the link yay yay oh my god (laughs) (laughs) until next week let's argue We will will be back. (laughs) And I like to say thank you to the gods, the old and the new. Game of Thrones. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right, y'all. All All right, bye, (laughs) y'all. I ain't never heard of no ish like that. Oh, my gosh. Yeah.